You got multiple tools. Yes, honey. Triple OG, triple OG. All right, we are live for the Girlfriend's Guide here with one of the brothers, one of the original brothers, um, and Audrey. Um, say hi, Audrey, to the world. Hi, Audrey, to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, you are sideways. What can I do? It's two in the morning. How do I fix it? Move this light. I don't know. Turn your phone or your iPod or your yeah. iPad. Um, I don't have a tripod. Okay, so here. I got a, a fake tripod situation. Y'all are cracking me up. This is the girlfriend's guide of crazy. Okay, so I wanted <laughs> to tell us after I introduced Tiffany what and who the brothers are. Um, boys in the days. Michael, stop it. Um, and Tiffany is one of my girlfriends of new. I think we've been friends. Me and Audrey's friendship spans 20 plus years. And oh, me and Tiffany's friendship spans almost four now. Is that correct? Yep. Since 2015? Yep. Um, and me and Tiffany met in a virtual world um, that Kente hosted. Um, and me and Audrey, we've grown up together in the same beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. So, Tiffany, how you doing? I'm doing good. Is that ice cream good, girl? Situation. <laughs> I mean, that's your code for tea. We gonna spill some tea today. Okay, so Audrey, tell us who the brothers were, are, and what girlfriends for you look like. Okay, so the brothers. Can I? Do I give real names and stuff? Yeah, I mean, because okay. they were on the picture. I mean, they're just not here. Okay, 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 okay. So, um, the brothers were Shannon, and then uh, two of her cousins, Aaron Sanders and Rachel Sanders. Now McCowan. Um, we all grew up together, like Shannon said, in church. Um. So we've known each other forever, like literally. I think we're all kind of born months. Well, Shannon and Rachel, you guys are what a year apart, months apart, a year, apart, and, seven days. A year and seven days apart. And then um, Aaron and myself, we are born like two weeks apart. So like we mm -hmm. literally have been around each other forever since the womb. And mm -hmm. so we took the name The Brothers because we needed a name for ourselves. And we could not compare our personalities to anything that like was on TV or anything. Like we all love the Golden Girls. But I think was it Blanche? Didn't nobody want to be Blanche? Didn't nobody want to be the hoe? Did nobody want me to hold. So that didn't work. And then what else was it? It was like we um the girlfriend. Girlfriends. Yep. Sex in the city. We couldn't put ourselves, yes, sex in the city with anything. And I think so then the compromise ended up being the brothers. But it kinda ended up being a play on it because at the time my son um was younger. And he had, he well, he has a brother on his father's side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so when 
my son and then his brother would come together. They'd be like, what's up, brother? And so <laughs> it was like, that's it. We the brothers. That's where it came from. We the brothers. So that's where we've been forever. Look. And Tiffany. Yeah. Are, are we going with BSE or what? what is our <laughs> connection to the girlfriend guide? Like, is that what we're going with? Or are we going with our Atlanta crew when I come to town? Both of them. Okay. I, I think I, um, we connected when you started a chat group. Okay. Yeah. Writing group. Yep. Just blossomed from there, man. Like when I, when Shannon comes to town, I have to see her. Like I'm a little saucy. I didn't see you the last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girl. I was okay, working. It was so good. I thought it was, look, I, it was good. It was good. Okay, so that's a little backdrop of friendship. So, like I said, twenty plus years, and now we're moving into our fourth year. Um, let's talk about what what is the importance of having girlfriends. Um, you know, we live in America, in 2019. Um, and you know, the old societal phrase that women just don't know how to get along with each other. We could be tearing each other down. Um, what has having girlfriends in your life been and what does it mean to you to have friendships that transcend decades and time, um, that are genuine and authentic? Either one of you can start taking music like you still eat ice cream, so obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, the thing is, is that I, I never like had, like I had a lot of associates. I have a lot of people that I'm cool with, but like growing up, my mom outside of the brothers and like, I had a few small pockets of friends. Um, like I always kind of was tomboyish. I always hung mm -hmm. with the boys because the girls in the neighborhood, mama said they was fast or da 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 da. So mm -hmm. like I was real tomboyish, but I I always had like my little crew. I had the brothers, and then I had um A bunny. like for the friends that I I'm with now from like middle school and high school, and like most of us in high school were on the cheer squad together and we still connect. Um, I think it is important to have genuine friendships and yes, it is hard and I'm not even gonna lie. Um, when I moved from Omaha and moved to Georgia, I live in Columbus, Georgia. Um, it was very different. Like I remember um, like I walked I was, when I first moved here, I was working to proctor a test and I was at a school where it was predominantly female, but it was predominantly black females. And I remember I walked in the room and I was like, good morning, everybody. And everybody kind of just looked me up and down and, and it was like, okay. Like it took me a long time here in the yeah. South to make female acquaintances. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of just that always, well, who is she and what is she doing? And, da, 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 da. and it's, it's um, I think a lot of times with women and their own insecurities, that prohibits them a lot of times from opening up and making friends. Um, but the, the 
friends, friends that I have here that I actually have soul ties with. Um, it's almost like it was kind of destiny in essence that we came together. Um, God definitely ordained it. And it, it, um, it's not just like mere coincidence. It's not just, um, hey, this is my friend today, not my true friendship. Um, everybody needs a friend. Every female needs somebody that they can talk to besides a boyfriend or spouse. But somebody that's going to be real, tell you when you're wrong, tell you when you're right, um, to encourage you. Um I mean, a real friend yeah. is something that is hard to come by. And so when you have those relationships and you develop those real friendships, then it's important to maintain them. Absolutely. Absolutely. What say you, Trap Mizzle? Uh, basically... I didn't understand the importance of having female friends for your mental health mm. until I got in my thirties. Well, <laughs> it's I didn't you needed friends to validate those experiences that you know you have that men don't have. Yeah. Like you need friends to tell you, "Oh, girl, it's fine. It's absolutely normal." I had postpartum depression after I had my child. You absolutely. <laughs> You know, I've dealt with sexism at my job. It's just little stuff that you can get through with your girlfriends that guys can empathize with. That, well, I'm yes. sorry, that I can sympathize with. Right. You can't really empathize right. with because they don't go through that. That's and so true. When I became a 911 operator and everybody's dumping on you and you need, mm. I, I need my girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? And that, and I'm so glad that you said that because I didn't realize like, I, and it's not that I've taken my girlfriends for granted because that's clearly not the case. Um, but as I've moved and I'm a wanderer for anyone who wants to know. Um, so I moved from city to city for, and this last location um, has left me odd person out. Um, friends at work because of the role that I'm in. Um Seemingly, there is no brown face at work. There is no brown face where I live. For a while, there was no brown face in the Sunday school class that I attended. And so oh <laughs> I would, exactly. And so, um, especially when I moved from Miami Beach, all of my friends in Miami Beach were in the senior citizen department. Wow. Um, and mommy <laughs> laughed because the person that I made the best connection with. When I met her, she was 68 or 69, and we connected wow. off a Swatch watch. She had on Swatch watch, and I knew it from where she was sitting because that was the first watch I ever had. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you got on a Swatch watch. And she was like, yeah, my husband gets me one every year for my birthday or something, and we connected oh, on that. that and so cute. I didn't know how old she was until we had went out to dinner or something and she was drinking and she was like I'm such and such old and I was like oh my god like where where did you store it away 
but we started talking about relationships with other women and how impactful it's been and or you know the struggles that you may have and how over the years relationships can change and so some of the relationships i had growing up mm-hmm. i no longer have they've changed over time um some of them they just weren't meant to go into the next season of my life and i'm okay right. with that. um some people ended and you know I, i've i've prayed about it and found peace with it and some of them are meant for me to reconcile and rekindle um one of them i found again on a bible app which we hadn't talked in you know four or five years um but having girlfriends which is why i also like to travel so much is because sometimes i just need to get off this rock see my girlfriends not just talk to them on the phone um not just text with them but actually go to where they are you know sit down have a conversation break you know bread um laugh about the stuff that matters to us you know i have my coworkers tell me all the time well we don't even see color uh well of course you don't right 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 right, right, right. like you right but for me having women not just women i mean because it's not necessarily always women that look like me but having women who look like me given living environment has been mm-hmm. so necessary um and especially after 30. man i can't use clean and clear no more so i'm sitting here trying to get natural remedies from people i'm like well what do you use on your face because you've been here a little longer than i have because this just don't work no more you know and so having those conversations and then sometimes getting into the meat and potatoes about romance, about yeah. finances, <clears throat> about health after 30, about raising children, mm-hmm. whether you're doing it with a spouse or by yourself. Um, sometimes just about, you know, those counts that you can't get rid of after you get past 35. Because let's just face it, once you get past 30, that metabolism says, hold up. Yeah, it really does. Time out. <laughs> You can't eat that ice cream no more at two o'clock in the morning. Right. We don't do that much. (laughs) So it's like, for me, sometimes it's my refuge. Sometimes it's my peace and my sanctuary, you know, picking up the phone and saying, girl, I had a day at work or girl. And it's a difference between that girl and girl. (laughs) That part. what's coming on the other side of that conversation. So for me, it's been, cause I've been here now for two, almost two years. It'll be two years in April. And I tell my boss all the time, I need to go on a vacation so I can see people who look like me. Yeah. They are not here. I'm glad you brought that up because working in the field, I work in the field say, Okay, so this call is talking about this black person walking down the street. Do you really want to deal with this? You, right. you, sound far, you sound far away, Tiff. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. Loud and clear. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I um I forgot to charge my phone, so I had to plug it in. That's what I was doing. Plug it in, plug it in. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm glad you brought up race because sometimes you can think something is in your head or mm-hmm. the people around you that don't look like you will yeah. marginalize. Oh, you know, you're just blowing this out of proportion. Yeah. And then you do it with your friend and she's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your feelings are validated. You just want that that mental validation. Right. Friendship yeah. brings about, okay, I'm not by myself and I'm not crazy. I really am going through this. 
and right. it's normal and I'm fine. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about what we talk about when we're not in front of a live audience, you know, when we get down to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about seeking advice for things like relationships. What is it that you really want to hear from your girlfriend when you ask asking about this guy? I want my girlfriend. I want my girlfriends to be truthful. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be disrespectful. Absolutely. And I want them to tell me things that like my fr- my friend I have friends that are like my therapist. They will tell me things that I am afraid to admit to myself. Yeah. <laughs> so you need your friends to get in there and you know those friends you can ask those questions. And the friends you can ask those questions. Right. I agree. Um, like you gotta have friends, you gotta have uh, uh, accountability partners. You gotta have somebody yeah. that's gonna tell you the truth. Like, nah, girl, you wrong, or slow down, or um, you know, anybody can lie to you. Anybody can have a bunch of yes people around them, but a real friend is is gonna tell you when you're right or wrong. Um, <clears throat> so especially like relationships, I I have what I call my inner circle. Yeah, and right. that's three people, and I mean it goes the, the ages vary, um, <laughs> but to get various various perspectives, but it's not like just putting everything out for all of your friends or associates, but that inner yeah. circle that's that's yeah. the core where like I trust your judgment. I know if. I ask you to pray about something or pray with me on something. You're going to actually pray about it. So, um, yeah, those are the people that, okay, now am I tripping or did I say something wrong where I can be vulnerable versus, um, you know, a lot of times you have to stay strong or, you know, you don't want to see them, let them see you cry. But that Mm -hmm. inner circle, you can let that shell down. You can take that wall down. And they could see the real you. Yeah. That's real. Flaws and all. That's real. That's absolutely real. <coughs> and so what does it mean to have girlfriends when, I mean, because both of you have children. Um, oh, yeah. And getting away, having that time to, because, you know, it's one thing to spend all your time with a child, having child time doing activities with them, taking them to and fro. Um, but it's another thing to get away from that and have adult conversations and adult dates and adult time. Um, the conversations tend to differ drastically mm-hmm. from one to the other. <laughs> um, <laughs> they do. Um, whereas I have children, so spending time with you guys, I know, is a balance of, you know, having someone watch your kids, mm-hmm. you know, whereas Audrey, when we were first starting our beautiful friendship, Amar would come with us. Just about um, everywhere, except about the club. <laughs> and, you know, now it's like, oh, well, now we're going we gonna to be able to get away because we don't have to have Jada with us. Right. And with you, Tiffany, there are times where you will bring the kids with you because we're doing something kid-friendly. Yeah, but there are other times where we're like, okay, we're gonna have a couple of drinks tonight. <laughs> you know, the balance between those two things and parenting with girlfriends. Um, 
for you um, because I can't speak to that experience. But I know when I see y'all without your kids, it's not like you're happy to be without them, but you're happy to be with adults who can have adult conversations. Oh, like, yeah. You need grown-up time. Like, yes. <laughs> you can't Hallelujah. be around kids all day, all night. And you cannot. It, it, you would literally go crazy. Like, um, as Shannon said, like, when I had my son, I was um, significantly younger. And so he was like my buddy. Like, wherever I go, he go. We would be, like, when the brothers would get together outside of us, like going to the club, he would always be there. But we would always find a way to, you know, my parents or somebody or his dad would watch him so we can get out and do stuff or whatever. Um, but um, this go around with my daughter, um, I noticed that it wasn't, and probably because I was older and trying to kind of counteract like I was always out and about with my son but with her I didn't let her out or I not that I didn't let her out but I didn't mm -hmm. have people watch her as much and that was something that I missed you know for a long time with her that I didn't get out as much as I probably should have for my own sanity so preoccupied mm -hmm. with being, um, you know, with my son, I was a single mother. But when I had my daughter, I was still married. And so, so much early on was being the perfect mom, perfect wife, be at home. Da, 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 da. Well, now, you know, as I'm in the process of my divorce, I realized that I gave too, not that I gave too much. Let me back that up. I um I didn't make enough time with girlfriends and adult time and and you know if nothing but just going to get a drink somewhere. Um, I look back on things now and it's so easy to get consumed and, and not. Um, my son is twenty, and then my daughter is five. So oh, huge gap. Yes, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> It's it's a big gap, but I, I, I think I'm 34 and my brother is 17. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, that is huge. So yeah, I think I think um, this go round like I realize even more so the importance of friends because it's so easy to get consumed and like you feel bad sometimes because I know poor Shannon. <clears throat> it'll be like we're talking on the phone. It's like, okay, Shannon, I need to get Jaden to bed. I have to talk to you later, or I'll call you back. And a lot of times, you have the that syndrome where you're talking to your friends and then you start fussing at your kids and then you go right back to talking to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'll be like, are, wait, are you talking to me? Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, Shannon, who are you I'm saying hello to? <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna have to call you back, Shannon. I'll call you when I get her sleep, and then I end up sleep, and I was like, "Dang, I didn't call Shannon back." And it's over. <laughs> so, so shout out to the uh, the no kids friends. You guys are the real MVP. 
Because y'all got to put up with us. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? It's crazy to say that because I took a vacation without my children for the first time late last year. Wow. First time. They are 11 and 8. So you I have to. Not one child free vacation for over a decade. Yeah. And I liked it so much that March, the weekend of my birthday, I will be on my second child free trip. Was, you have to do that. <laughs> one of my friends, one of in my inner circle, she's um older than me. She's probably about she's older than me. But uh she <laughs> you said nothing back. Yeah. She constantly has to tell me, um, because she she tells me that I remind her so much of herself when she was younger. And mm -hmm. same thing. She was like, you know, it took me a long time to realize that I had to make time for me. Yes, like, yes you have to be mom, you have oh to be God. this, you have mm -hmm. to be that. But if you don't make time for you, you who's going to make time for you? You can pour out and pour out and pour out to everybody to else. But who's <laughs> going to pour into you? You cannot pour out. Heart. Heart. Yeah. I have, I'm the oldest of five. And so, yeah. the smallest age gap between me and my sisters is a decade. Wow. That's so being a big sister getting them up for school, mm -hmm. doing this and that, and then to jump right into time I being mm -hmm. a parent. Because I had my daughter when I was 22. Mm -hmm. So I'm just now learning to yeah. tell my tell everybody, back up. This is me time. Whatever you need, the answer is no, you're not going to die. I need to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're right. And that's so, what come in. They could call me and hear me and be like, okay, you're not sounding right. What well, what let's go out tonight. Let's go do this. Mm -hmm. Let's go do that. Let's get you back right. Because you you they end up talking you off your edge. Mm-hmm. In many instances, yes. Yeah. Speaking of ledges, let's talk about <laughs> things that your girlfriends have done with you that shouldn't have done. Um, if you remember one instance, I mean, you can get more than one. Um, and I'll go first in this regard. Uh, one I'm instance, nervous. something that you shouldn't have done with your girlfriend. Um, it'll go, I'm gonna go back before the brothers, um, Audrey. Okay. because uh, <laughs> this is probably the worst thing I've ever done. Um, and so me and some other friends, um, and I'll just say other friends because we're not friends now. Um, one of those particular friends, um, her boyfriend had cheated on her. Um, and so we was loaded up like maybe 15 deep um, in multiple cars. Uh, um, and we went to the house. And when I tell you, they towed that pole baby car up. And somebody was like, get that brick. Why they leave? What they first of all, they was about to pull off and leave me there. God. Um, it was like, get that brick and get it or something. And there could be her police, and they were like, come on. And so I'll never forget because he eventually apologized to him after he apologized to her. But <laughs> it was a whole <laughs> hot mess. <laughs> I, first of all, we were teenagers, so it's, we have grown up past that. But 
even in our 20s when we were still friends and we laughed about it and we was like, what were we doing? Why were we being such heathens? Um, I, I remember one of them saying, I do anything for my girlfriends. I said, yeah, not now. I'm not, <laughs> I don't look good enough yeah, no. <laughs> for you. But then, yeah, we did a lot of stupid things and that was probably the stupid, most stupid thing that we've done. Um, so, you know what's funny? I really don't have oh, like just... a story like that. Okay, I'm say, I had so in the club. Like I've never had anything over a guy because I'm that friend that's like it's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are we doing oh, it? So many hype people in that group. That's that was a whole but, hot mess. Bad people. Uh-huh. I will, and I won't even say I shouldn't do this, but I still do this. Oh, girl, you want to see what he up to? Let's make this fake page. Let's snoop. Let's see who she is. Let's see what she said. Wow. <laughs> I am that friend. If you want some investigating done, I am your PI. Your home okay. team. I'm going to keep that in mind. Future reference. Records. But like, let's see if he got a record first. Baby, I find socials. <laughs> court cases. Okay. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Okay. This is our I need to see who I need to talk to when stuff go down. Listen, I'm I'm that person and I'm not apologizing for it. Get you one of her. All right, Audrey. What about you? I'm we trying to think. Like, I mean... Feel that tiger. I'm trying no, like I'm I guess maybe because I'm trying to think like I don't think we had a story like that, Shannon. Like I mean, I think the stupidest thing probably like we've been drunk and and somebody was drunk and driving or something like that. Oh, the first time I ever I got think, I think that's about it. Like, I mean, we've done, like, we've been on the other side when somebody is vandalized us yeah. or whatever. Um, <laughs> you say that I've had a friend that was there with me when I tried to physically assault a person. Okay. I'm sure cheating. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh. This is what we doing, and my friend's like, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, ma'am. Yeah, my friend was she was. You know what? We have. I have. We um. Maybe well, you wasn't wasn't with us. Probably that not. Time, Shannon, uh-huh. we was trying to get uh one of the other brothers key back from their boyfriend, nope. ex boyfriend. I don't even know what it was. Yes. And okay. like that was physical. And when I think about it now, it's like uh he was crazy. We probably shouldn't have been matter of fact, it was shy, me and shy. We were physically trying to get them keys back from him and like us two girls jumping on this crazy fool. <laughs> um you know that what? was crazy. When I look back on it now, it's like that was probably dumb. You just brought up yeah. a memory. That's a, no no no, I do have a story. I was pregnant with my son. And this oh, egg, trap. Like, the, <laughs> the 
It, he wasn't even the last ex, but he owed me money. He owed me like $275. Oh, so wow. he never gave me that money back. I was like, whatever. I'm pregnant. I'm living my best life. I'm with my friend. We're out. We're having dinner. This dude hits me up because I hadn't changed my phone number. Right. I think going on nine years now. Mm. So this dude was like, oh, just come to the house. He this was before I switched my my got the number that I have now. I had a, the same phone number since I was a teenager. So he was like, Oh, I'm gonna give you that money. I'm trying to make amends. I'm moving on with my life. So I'm thinking he's on some spiritual healing type crap. Okay. My son's father was like, Do not go over his house. You don't need his money. Don't do it. My friend was like, Nope, we're gonna go to and this dude like completely flips out. Mind you, he was texting me all day, come get your money, gave me the address, gave me the girl's gate code to get in because he was living with his girlfriend. I get in there. Wow. And he was like, he wanna fight me. Why are you acting this way? And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like I'm the one that's pregnant. Why are you so emotional? Right. <laughs> so yeah. when I say that it almost got to the point where I was about to be in a physical altercation and my friend sent me a text message. If he threatened to call the police, they may be here. Let's go. <laughs> wow. She I sent a text from the car. I get in the car and we ride out. She said, he threatened to call the police. I said, yep. She said, that was them, wasn't it? I said, yep. Wow. She said, okay, we just go keep driving. Wow. But I did not wow. initiate this, y'all. Mm -hmm. He contacted me. <laughs> That is far in your past. I'm glad we're not there no more. Man, that listen, that's up. like nine years ago. I was like, Victor's nine now. Yeah. I have, I have had situations where it almost was like that. Like, I know uh, this last situation um, with my soon to be ex, my one of my inner circles she is like she always down she always say that she's asked the lord to deliver her from a lot of stuff but fighting but it ain't fighting one of them. One of them. Yes. Yes. That's so, she, um she was ready to go to blows for me with this last situation she said that um she had visualized sharpening a number two pencil and stabbing my ex in his eyeball. <laughs> Not funny, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, you know, that's a friend. Like, that's a for real friend. Really that's, 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 no, that's she didn't watch too many episodes of my <laughs> investigation discovery, and I'm going to need her to not. I'm gonna need her to start watching <laughs> But she was ready though. She was ready. She was She's ready. ready. See, like, and the thing is with my ex, we've had a couple run-ins. The first time I was like ready to exhale. Like I had by the time she had got to my place, because she lives about 25 minutes from where I stayed. By the time she got to my house, I had threw all his stuff out. <laughs> So she couldn't even get to I like do anything. She didn't That's get to awful. do anything. But this time I was at peace 
but she was ready. She had visualized sharpening a pencil and just <clears throat> stabbing them in the eyeball. And it's like, it's we ain't got to do it that time. <laughs> we ain't got to do it this time, sis. We're going to walk away. We're going to do it better this That's time. Lord. Let the redeemed <laughs> of the Lord say so. <laughs> Good gosh. My little okay. Let's go to the extreme of that. Audrey Kente said you need Jesus. I got <laughs> Jesus. I got him. I got him. That's now. why look, that's why he didn't get stabbed with the number two people. Hello. Hallelujah. That was nobody but Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because okay. so, we was both gonna be on mugshots like and I wasn't gonna have enough bail money for the both of y'all, so I would be like, "What you got on my book, Shannon?" I would have to go to the oldest profession in the world to make that happen. Your uh, <laughs> little cousin, I hope. But anywho, <laughs> okay. So now that we know that we had some moments of crazy, what are the moments in your relationships with your girlfriends that have brought about clarity? Um, those good feeling moments um, where you have been able to say, I'm glad I was able to share this with my girlfriend. Uh, when I moved from my apartment to the house that I'm in now, it took okay. all the little coins I had. And I was just really mm. being down myself. And I was, I just felt awful because I worked so much and I worked so hard and I felt like I had nothing to show for it. Right. So I had a friend, she said, you went through a horrible breakup in which you had to stay with, uh, you had to stay in an apartment with your mom. Then you moved to a bigger apartment and now you in a house. Like why? Like she just broke down step by step things that I had shared with her this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you did it. What's wrong? <laughs> she said, I know you're not at the finish line, but you still have to enjoy the progress of the race. Yes. And the way she broke that down, I like, oh, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, in this thing. <laughs> because I, I was really, really getting down on myself. Like I was getting depressed behind it. And she was like, why? Why do you feel this way? <laughs> like, okay. she didn't invalidate my feelings. She didn't say, well, it's all in your head. She literally said, I acknowledge you feel this way, mm. but this is why you shouldn't. You feel this way, not just because, oh, you shouldn't be depressed or get over it, but you have a lot that you've accomplished that you, I just want you to look at the other side of this coin. Absolutely. Absolutely. That made me feel like a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ebomb.com. Mm. What about you, Audrey? Haji. Mm. I have had, I mean, I've had so many of them. So many of them. Like I said, Shannon is part of my inner circle. One of my, uh, one of the dream team, my top three. <laughs> So she has had several clarifying moments for me. Um, just being there, like Shannon is that friend that, like, when you are at a in a bad place or in a bad space, um, you know, Shannon would just show up. She would 
pop up in town and stuff. And it's like, girl, what you doing? But it'd be like, you needed, like, that's just what the doctor ordered. So, um, like, we've had so many moments. But, yeah, um, th- th- that's the importance of, like, friends, somebody that's going to kind of real reality back in for you, but also just be there. Mm-hmm. Just to be there. Sometimes that's all you need is just somebody to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, I think my silver lining clarity moment came um summer of twenty fifteen. And there was so much, so much going on that, that summer. Um, I had backpacked through much of Europe by myself. Oh my God. I lived through you. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in a grieving stage because while I was in, I think I was leaving, I might have been leaving Zurich or I was in Zurich when I got the news that a friend of mine had passed. Mm. And I was so devastated because we had so many plans for that year. You know, we were going and we had already bought tickets to go see Jill Scott in Memphis. We were going to a block party in Philly Mm -hmm. and we like had these trips already paid and planned for. And I hadn't really broke down and cried over death at that point in 14 years. So I think I cried for two days straight. Um, And so when I came back home, my girlfriend came to town. And my aunt was like, you need to stop Mm -hmm. and breathe for a moment because you are grieving. But I didn't know how to process that because I wanted to enjoy the company of my friends. But when you carry someone in your spirit um, that heavy that you haven't expelled, it was hard to do both. It was hard Mm -hmm. to do both at the same time. So it was like, I want to have a great time but I want to crawl into a ball and be emotionally distraught um, because it was a life taken to <clears throat> It was yeah. not that anyone was expecting. Um, but having my girlfriends there, even though it was a weekend of crazy. It was. a weekend of crazy. And it was, emotions were all over the place. And we've had a really good time. I knew that that's what I needed. I needed people around me to remind me of why it's so important and why you cherish every moment and why, you know, because I was going to come right back after that happened when she, when I found out that we're passing, my boss was like, I'll fly you back. And I was like, no. So what I ended up doing is not going to sightsee in Paris. I ended up staying in the airport that night and just kind of trying to detoxify my emotions, which Mm -hmm. didn't help. But once I got to um, Hamburg, um, it was like a weight was lifted. It was like, but then that cloud came back when I got back to the state. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I missed the funeral. I missed the weight. There was an obituary waiting for me when I got home. Mm-hmm. So it was like reminding myself all over what had just happened a month ago. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend there was what I needed um, in that moment. Because sometimes you just need people to be present. They don't necessarily have to say anything or do anything. It was just being present in the moment 
and letting you process whatever you needed to process. Um, and that was good for me. That was that was enough. Um, and I still went to Jill Scott, ended up taking my Uber mm-hmm. driver. I remember that. <laughs> I gifted him. He was like, oh, I love Jill Scott. Do you mind if I go get a shirt and clock out? Because I, I have never seen Jill Scott in concert. So I gave him the other ticket. Oh, and then I, I remember the that. Um, and met other people there, you know, they had a commonality with that brand. So it all worked out in ways that I, uh, that were unexpected, but I think that would probably be the best. That was just her energy, man. That was just God telling you. And I still keep in touch with her children. So it's like the beauty of, you know, just knowing that there is a connection there because she's, as an adult, she's the only person outside of family who sent me something for Valentine's Day. And she mm-hmm. didn't even realize that she was sending something that it would get there on Valentine's Day. But I told her, I said, you are my first Valentine. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel about this. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, what you mean I ain't never take you to see Jill Scott? You ain't never took me to see Jill Scott. <laughs> the man is supposed to do the stuff. Women just supposed to cower in the corner and take it, right? So you taking strangers. I did. And he took me back to the airport after my trip was over. It was great. And That's I still so follow up to this day. I bet he did. Don't be inappropriate and fresh. Y'all could say is in messenger trip. Um, but yeah, that was the clarity. Um, so I have this meme um, and I want you to think carefully about it. Um, it says the five types of people to surround yourself with. And what I want you to tell me is, do you have all these people in your group? One, and which one of them are you? (laughs) Five types of people to surround yourself with, the inspired, the motivated, the open-minded, the passionate, and the grateful. So do you have all five types of those people in your circle? And if you do, which one are you? I know I have all five of those people in my circle. Okay. And I think that all of our roles switch. Okay. So one what person like trap. Uh, <laughs> the outspoken. <laughs> Okay. The open-minded? Is that what you mean? Is that what you're going to make outspoken? Because I did not say that. I was going to say, she's making up qualities. I was like, where did that come from? I said, I'm outspoken. She was like, this is the one I'm going to be. But no, no, no. That is final. I heard motivating, inspiring, open-minded. What were the other two? The passionate and the grateful. And Kente say you're the motivated and Audrey, you're the inspired. Mm. So well, what do y'all I think? think? I'm the motivated. Okay. I, I think I'm also a little I don't know, I might not be the most open minded friend. <laughs> I was definitely gonna say Shannon always got to be like Audrey, get it together. <laughs> so i'm already gonna say i know that's not gonna be me i think sometimes i am a little bit i think i'm i think 
See, I that's why I said if we actually would have did like the Golden Girls, I think I'm like Dorothy in the Golden Girls. Like yeah. I can be motivated, I can be inspiring, but I'm usually like that, like girl, get it together or shut it up. <laughs> Put the shut to the up. Look, and she's the oldest of the group, so it's like you know, okay, whatever comes. I need you to get a closer. Ugh, like, yes. Yes. Um, but I like how, I like how you said it kind of rotates because I think um yeah. like a real friend, you realize what you need to be at that time. You might Absolutely. not always be this or you might not always be that. Um, and I think like my little inner circle, I think we kind of all can feel that we can be where it's needed at that time sometimes you need somebody that's gonna kick you in your butt and say come on get yeah. it together and then sometimes you need somebody that's gonna be like hey you know don't give up on them dreams trust the process let it take place absolutely well i think that i have it's funny my friendship circle has changed drastically to me when i moved to the keys and i've actually acquired friendships that i didn't have before so um tiffany being one of them and then my actually another cousin who's not aaron or rachel has stepped into my life in a role that you know we do stuff together we've had trips together um we bounce ideas off of each other in terms of relationships we're in similar situations as me and rachel are in terms of our birth year and birth orders um whereas i'm older than her by a year a little less than a year actually um and so um, I think that I have, because of those circles and then another person from our writing group um, who I've become accountability partners with because of her inspiration in terms of the business she does in poetry and the stuff that I want to do with my own brand. Um, and then another seasoned woman who will be on later today, um, who's always been alongside me in terms of you know, kind of like mentor um, so I see the roles of all five of those play out. Um, and you're absolutely right. I think me individually, I think I've kind of moved to each one yeah. friend would need at that time. But I would say above all else, I think I'm probably the passionate one. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have to agree with that. I agree. I think, and if I had to add a tagline to that, it would be the passionate overthinker. Because <laughs> That's usually what I do. I'm very passionate about things and I overthink a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, oh. yeah, that's usually where I'm at. Uh, Dr. Ramirez said, do you think sometimes too much feminine energy can be overpowering? Yeah, I'll be trying to have male friends and they be always want to talk about touching my booty and stuff. And I'll be like, see, I just want to be friends. So, what, do, what does he mean by overpowering? Dad, I was going to ask the same thing. Because you, I mean, God we didn't are, put we up the the to be alone. We aren't in the same state. Huh? We're not even in the same state. So for me, I said we're not even in the same state. For So for me, I don't think it's necessarily overpowering. We don't even see each other on a regular basis. Even with my friends that are here, I mean, every female women aren't monolithic. Like you're not gonna have just the stereotypical super feminine, mm -hmm. <laughs> dainty like friends. That part. I mean, all of us have 
and feminine energy, whether it be a male mm-hmm. or or a female. Right. So no, it can. Yeah. Can you can 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 women that are friends get on each other's nerves just as much yeah. as guys that are friends? Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. But are we are have that inherently not the best friends just because they're women? No. So no, yeah. as far as it being the feminine energy that can be overpowering, maybe your friend just getting on your nerves that day. Yeah. <laughs> and or sometimes you have to- more. Right, nerves that mom, like it happened. Right, right. I mean, where you have to step in and say, "Okay, let me fall back," or "Girl, something going on." So, right, call me when you get it together. Right, right, and that's that. You keep it moving. Doctor Amir said, "I don't have friends." Man, you in a whole nother bracket, lady. Like (laughs) your relationships are real. So that, that's, I mean, and that's a thing. I mean, all of my people are too far away. So yeah. I have learned, and as I've grown in time, I have developed a cultivated relationship based on where I'm to. And those, my biggest family relationship in terms of. Can you hear her, Audrey? It's like robot. When I moved to Dallas, and that was probably. You sound like a robot, Shannon. No, hello. Now I can hello? hear you. No, I hear you, but it's no. kind of robot. <laughs> what happened? What? Okay. Did this coming up, Kente? Um, but when I moved to Dallas, I think that was the big move for me in terms of my girlfriend friendships like the mm-hmm. development of a new circle of friends right and we're still friends to this day you know i still connect with them um and you're absolutely right tiffany there are spurts i mean it's like, with no other relationships sometimes you get yeah, on my nerves right that's <laughs> any relationship <laughs> because we we're human. Like, sometimes you're not having the best day it doesn't it doesn't matter it's not it's not contingent upon what gender you were born. It's just mm-hmm. you. Sometimes my family gets on my nerves. Sometimes mm-hmm. my kids get on my nerves. Sometimes I get on my nerves. I just put myself in a timeout and be like, mm-hmm. you know what? Don't say nerd to nobody, okay? Can't they say, where are you from, Tiffany? Well, most of my friends currently live in Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. I live in Georgia. Like my big crew is between Texas and Georgia. Um. So you said from where? Who me? I don't know. I don't know what he's asking. Um. um okay. So Michael. You ready to join this conversation? Because I know you itching to ask some questions. <laughs> Look, you better take this spot before I call another woman. Shannon, I can't see you. Is that on purpose? You can't see me. Why? I, I don't know. You. I can I see everybody. See and now I can finally hear her and it's not a robot. Look, you may not see me in a minute because uh, my bladder is talking. 
Well, I was just wondering, was that me? Was it my um? I don't know if Michael's going to join us because I know he wanted to get on this. Um... Yes, Dr. Amira, I've been sitting here since 11 o'clock drinking water and crystal light. So it's about I'm that time. ice cream and drinking sparkling grape juice. <laughs> ice, I was about to say ice cream and coffee ice cream and sparkling grape juice at that. And we were supposed to go to the movies. So we went to the movies and the movies were sold out. And we went to the dollar movie and they were closed. So we just mm. got some whole bunch of junk food that don't even go together. And we that's, watched the movies before I hopped on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what that sounds like, like when when um little kids go to the store right. for like five dollars. I want and they that. Want that and that and that. This the body is gonna regret all of my choices too much. Man, because I know my stomach would. Some coffee, ice cream, and sparkling grape juice. And yeah. then I went to a wine tasting earlier, oh, and I saw oh. all types of cheese and crackers and meat. Yeah. I'm a bubble guts. Once you get past 30, you have to stop some of them things. No, no. I was all the way ignorant today, though. And I'm, I'm going to make up for it. <laughs> yeah, your body going to get you on this one. It is. It's fine. a bad combination. <laughs> it's an awful combination, but I already had a horrible combination, so I I wanted to finish strong. There you go. <laughs> if you don't go out, go out with Tell me. Tell me, because both of y'all are wor- working with the natural. Um, y'all have pretty, at least in my opinion, y'all have pretty good um, skincare routines. Oh, what changed for you once you got past 30? What did you have to do different and i know for me i decided to detox everything and went to natural deodorant for the love of all things pure and holy <laughs> i hate walking around like a monkey i'm like my arm my it's been a year of that detox process and i'm like lord i'm glad we have gotten over that process <laughs> my co-workers used to laugh all the time i can't do it more power to you I can't do zinc. My I can't body under my underarms either. My body has gone through like a a lot of changes as far as skin. Um, mm-hmm. When I was younger, I had um, eczema really, really bad, sensitive skin, and I guess it doesn't go away. But after right. thirty, I've had issues with it again, um, oh. like dry skin. Um, and and breakouts like my skin sensitivity levels have increased significantly and i know someone said that it was probably like hormones because sometimes it's not as bad but um like you said you have to do a, a new skincare regimen like i've had to adjust a lot of things deodorant i've had to um step it up a notch sometimes i'm like is that me oh. God. So, yeah. like, yeah. I be um, walking around smelling like puberty, right? It's like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh what God. is really going on? Um, I don't remember anybody telling me, like, okay, so after thirty, your body. I mean, you hear like, you know, just keep on living, but nobody specifically said, okay, after thirty, 
this is going to happen or that's going to happen or yeah it's quite traumatic <laughs> it is it's quite traumatic well i just got hip to um and i don't know if it was you audrey or maybe it was Aaron, but somebody recommended to me san lupita uses because i was going from i had used clean and clear my whole life the cleanser and the moisturizer mm -hmm. and probably when i turned 32 or 33 my face was like no ma'am mm -hmm. you're not using this no more um <laughs> so i switched to African black soap that was mm -hmm. like no ma'am yeah you got mm -hmm. the real black soap like mm -hmm. it was like no ma'am so I actually switched to witch hazel um okay oh, yeah it's only Erin because she put me on witch hazel and no I got witch hazel from my old employer but oh, I think okay. it was Erin that said use avocado oil for moisturizer because okay. I had been using shea balm and coconut oil and some days it would work, and other days I look like I've been playing in snow. And so, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, see, we can't take pictures and have people talking about the skin. So, right. you have to try something different. Right. But I ordered some avocado oil, and it's very light. Um, hmm. And I'm here for it. Like, when I, I, when I turn, I think I, I just now noticed the magic. Of aggressively exfoliating. Mm -hmm. like, I have a face scrub. Mm -hmm. I have my um, clay yes. and are my friends. Oh yeah, I'm trying the clays. I got a clay mask that I haven't tried yet, but I'm gonna try it for the first time. Like my skin is like chick. You didn't have a real routine for 30 years. Right, right. It's your life. Right. For real. <laughs> like I have noticed that I have to to do like moisturize my feet way more, and I'm like, why is my skin so ashy? Area, what is happening? Yeah. Yes. Well, I yes, found yes, a trick yes. for that. If you mix equal parts apple cider vinegar and um, mouthwash, they say add water, but my feet are so dry, I don't add water. You're supposed to mix equal parts apple mm -hmm. cider vinegar and mouthwash. This sounds crazy as heck. I'll warm it up because I want it to feel like a foot bath. Don't use the blue mouthwash because it will dye your feet. Mm. It will scrub. It, it will scrub it off so smooth. You will think you went and got a professional done. Yeah, Dude. I've seen that on Facebook. I saw well, man, that on you can Facebook, just go ahead I never tried it. And send that to me so I can go and pick that thing up. <laughs> Apple I got saw that on Facebook. Don't use the white vinegar because it had your feet smell like onions. Apple cider vinegar and the best mouthwash to get is either the green because it doesn't tint as much as the blue or the gold because it doesn't yeah. tint your feet at all. Right. Take a pumice stone, let your feet soak for like 20, 25 minutes. Take a pumice stone, your feet will feel like you went to got them done. Right. You went to the nail shop and got them done. Right. Okay. I saw well, that somewhere on Facebook. I try that out. I have yeah. it is amazing. Kente said I do offer that service. Kente, what service you offer? Right. Look here, Kente cloth. I Look. need for you to uh, hold up. I'm trying to get him a day offer to services. Hmm. Um, I mean, you know it. Look, he said I got you. Where did Michael go? I don't know. I don't know. Sleep. He. Look, he might be. He's in 
he's where's he at? Uh, in a high. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Shut up, Kalanick. Nobody do that. Nobody is talking to you today. Um, Lord have mercy. Look, I need all of that, but I don't need you to get me. Um, so I wanted to go kind of off the grid a little bit because we're into the new resolution from the last podcast. Um, but I kind of want to move that question around a little bit. Um, are there any things that you want in this new year with your um, friendships um, that you want to see grow? You want to foster? You want to build? You want to bridge the gap on uh, I know my phrase has been if I said well everybody's winning this season. Um, mm-hmm. And so Ditto. Lady, yeah. <laughs> Amen. And, Ditto. and please expound upon it because I am about to go to the bathroom. Praise the Lord. Um that's my thing. Like I mean I've been Shannon has been saying that. We have been saying that together. Like I won't um everybody in my crew to be at their best level this year like you know myself and all of my crew all of our dreams and aspirations everything that um all desires of our hearts i want them to come to pass or be able or at least be working towards them coming to pass this year um i think I have seen so many memes about 2018, how it kicked so many people. But and when I reflect over it, <laughs> I was like, I guess 2018 has been kind of rough on in general. Like, um, but for me, it's kind of been an eye-opening year for me. Like, okay, Audrey, um, you doing this, you doing that, you want this, you want that. So, um, 2019 for me, it wasn't like just a new year's resolution. Um, I wanted to put action to everything that I desire. And that has been a motto. Shannon and I have been saying that a lot. And it's just January that, you know, let's stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Um, Yeah. I, um, I wanted a goal. Like I'm always aspiring toward my goals, but something that I wanted to do different in 2019 at the beginning of the year, I made a status on Facebook and I was talking about all the things that I purchased from my friends mm-hmm. and their businesses. And I tagged them in it and I said, I want to successfully contribute to all of my friends' businesses mm-hmm. in yeah, a organic way. And I don't need a discount. Like it doesn't right. have to be homie discount. Yeah. For for me to partake. So I have a friend, she has a cupcake business. Um, she does amazing treats. And she I started a little bit. And I, I don't used know. to tell her. Hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. I used to tell her, you are undercharging me and everybody else. Like I told her this all yeah. the time. She's about to be in a restaurant. She's about to be a vendor for uh, one of the food trucks that's coming to a Super Bowl. Okay. That's what's she's up. about to desserts because they don't offer desserts. And she did um, a birthday party for a celebrity. Like she did their birthday party. She catered to their birthday. And I it, I just, I want to be that friend that speaks yeah. life. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that 
Oh, you got a book coming out? Let me get mm-hmm. your book. I might not read it right away, but I'm going to buy it right away. <laughs> like, I don't have to read your work. I don't have to review right. it. If you are my friend and I see how hard you work and I already know you're talented, I'm supporting. Yeah. So that's definitely something. That, and another thing that I want to do, I go, my schedule gets so crazy. I don't initiate seeing my friends. Like when mm-hmm. I see Shannon, it's because Shannon comes to town. Yeah. This yeah. year, I want to pick friends and go to them. Mm-hmm. They don't have to initiate it. I don't have to wait on it. I'm going to make time because mm-hmm. I feel like I work so much and you, I have my kids and my family and all of that. I don't make time for my friends like I want to. Yeah. So that's something I want to try. I want to change. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. Dope. Yep, <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> um, for me, um, I think I want to be intentional about. I think one of my gifts um, is encouragement and prayer. So, I think that that's where I want to see increase in, um, because each one of my friends has been going through something. Um, in their experience, in their life journey. Um, and it's like, you know, I always ask, how can I encourage you? How can I pray for you? Um, but actually seeing those things, the fruit of those things come to be. The traveling part, I pretty much have down. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, that's my love language in real life. Um, and I like to go see people. Um, I find that writing letters and seeing people is more important than text messages and phone calls. Yeah. Um, and so I want to take a like legit girlfriend's trip. Yeah. Uh, like where we just go and relax, B&B or whatever. Um, and just have a weekend where we can wind down and enjoy each other's company and talk about all the things that you know we've grown through or gone through and you know the things that we envision for ourselves kind of like a birth like a walking vision board Mm -hmm. you know in those pieces and then seeing each other achieve those things and celebrating those small goals as well as the big ones um you know i'm with you tiffany in terms of supporting all of my friends businesses Mm -hmm. um in the process of also building my own brand mm-hmm. um, like i said yes. for us all there's not just one person being successful exactly i envision all of us at the top of our game um you know you with your short stories and your writings and your resume building uh business audrey with your teaching and then moving hopefully sooner then later into an opportunity where you are a counselor and using the gifts that God has instilled upon you um, in Georgia or wherever, because he may say, you got to move, girl. And I'm like, I'm to Florida. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that to me, that is always important that we support each other, that we're authentic and transparent. Um, yeah. And even when we ain't right, because... Right. I know there are opportunities of saying, hey, you was tripping today. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not because I don't love you. Um, it's just exactly. because, hey, you got something going yeah. on. And talk about it. I'm here for that. But um, <clears throat> you need to get it together, brother. I yeah. love you. 
But it's been so many times where me and my friends we can adjust each other's crowns in private. Mm-hmm. Like right. I don't, I don't have to put it on Facebook. I ain't got to record it. I don't have to throw shots or subliminals. I can just pull you to the side and say, "Hey, your slip showing." <laughs> Not your slip. Oh, that is <laughs> your slip is showing. Your I like that. Room. Put that back. <laughs> I like that. Love. So, I'm thankful to have those friends that are not afraid to say, hey, what's wrong with you? Get it together. <laughs> and I want to be intentional. I mean, there are friends that I don't see as often as I see others. Like, I, sp- I spend a lot of time in Georgia and Texas. Um, hey. <laughs> that's, that, those are where my heartbeats are. So, it's like when people say, where are you going? I'm going to Georgia or I'm going to Texas. Like, it's either one of those um shannon don't ever come to la mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all the way over there i went to la in 2015. that was a year of travel for me i went to la in 2015. Mm-hmm. It was great. i would say that one of my closest friends does live in la now so it gives me a reason girl trip let's Mm-hmm. We can go to all the vineyards and taste all the wines. I mean, I'm not going to taste all of them because they have only gross. But I watch. No, no, today I hate dry wine. Today I see the wine tasting. You see that, Audrey? Yeah, she perked up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, wait, 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 wait. That's not what I'm talking about. Kente just typed again because he said it earlier. I asked Audrey for her number and she gave me Shannon's. <laughs> I told I told I told on you on the last podcast. I was like, back in the day, Audrey used to get ask people to ask her for her number and I'd be right next to her. I had to fix my phone because she would be spouting off my number. And one of them, one of them called me for three days. Talking about no, you gave me your number. I'm like no, I did it. No, it was like you lie, you lie. Like, oh, no. And I remember calling Audrey and I said, "Girl, why you get that man my number?" Like, why is he not? He don't believe that it wasn't me. He said, "You're not Audrey, Audrey. not Audrey." That's not my name. I have a friend named Shakia, and if dudes ask her for her name. She will give them my name. See, I was young. She would just assume my whole identity and be like, no, friend, I'm not going to talk to him. See, that's why I said y'all just alike. Y'all, <laughs> like, old age and new age. Y'all, look, y'all got I'm some circumstances like, that are too similar. No, she does this to me. I don't do this to her. She gives them my name. She orders okay. And if she think that they're going to, like, be rude to her or if she feels like they think she was rude, She'll give him my name. I said, don't be doing this. Can you stop, please? Shannon, um, I'm sorry for why you all of the years. What'd you say? What'd you you say, sorry for all the years? Let me hear this apology. For all of the years of calling or pretending I was you or giving people your number, giving people your name. I'm sorry. I am sorry from the depths of my soul. All right. I'm going to use sorry. your name. You can do that. You can, you can do that. I'm like, 
My name is Audrey. <laughs> and the thing is i don't even know why i gave a real number i could have just gave a fake number i don't even know why i gave him your number <laughs> that's dumb. That's the dumb part about it. my childhood number now. That day you gave him the number because we was at the gas station. I never forget. We was getting ready to get gas or something. And you was like, it was the first number that came to my... I said, oh, my number came uh, before yours? I was like... <laughs> I, rem- like I remember. That I remember. Like, hey, Donald from Denmark. Come on, Denmark. We got somebody on here from Denmark. Hey. Hey. Hey, Donald. So, yeah. I, I mean, And that's been the funniest one because, I mean, nobody else that I remember, because she did it so frequently. If anyone else did it, it didn't even matter at that point. Because <laughs> I did it all the time. I was like, why, did, why my number though? Why you didn't? I wasn't even with you some of the times that you gave him my number. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and you get these random texts. I, I I enjoyed talking to you at the club, and I'll be like, "Wait, no, I didn't even go. Like how? You're not talking. To, you're not talking to me, homie. You wasn't talking to me. Well, how I get your number? I'm I don't sorry. know. I have no idea. Must be magic. I'll but I'm not say interested. Sorry. Look, but I'm not interested. That's all right. Make <laughs> Maybe I passed up my husband in one of those. <laughs> it could have been. Oh, wait a minute. Phone Stay with it. Stay with it. Look, you can't say talking about these poor guys. Nah. They'd be okay. They will. I got 20 numbers that night, and they was just waiting for somebody to bite the bait. I mean, I was I'm sorry. Game. I was in the game when we was at that age. You know, yeah. you, the numbers you can get. Mm-hmm. Girl, why does it look like a, um, one of them old school uh, drinks that when you were changing your phone, your picture <laughs> sparkling inside it, it was like a Sutter home or something? No, <laughs> it looked like. Um, it's Welch's. I was about to say, I knew it was Welch's. It looks like uh, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, barefoot. That's uh, what it looks like. Barefoot. Maybe the little cheap wine. I don't like barefoot. I, I don't even. My mom food. can drink it, but I don't like but it. I have two wines that I go to. Um, Fuki, which is the plum wine, and Barcinera, which is a Italian Moscato. I like okay. Moscato. I like this. I do not like dry wine because it tastes like I'm drinking rubbing alcohol, and I'm not. If that. it's too dry, now when I go see, um, every year I go to a um, um, uh, reading. I score AP exams of students, and it's been in Salt Lake City for the last five years, and that's that experience introduced me to some red wines because um a lot of times i mean they give you food they give you liquor to keep you happy i guess i don't know 
but um, a Shiraz, those aren't too dry. It's kind of in the middle. It's mm -hmm. like a sweet, but it is kind of a dry. And it's one called Jam Jar. Oh, I a, like Jam Jar. I've had a, that. Before. Have I've you had, had the sweet Shiraz? Mm -hmm. It's yep. good. It has to be cold, but it's good. I like that. I was introduced to that here within the last five years. But before Shannon, no, all we did was a Moscato. Everything was a Moscato. <laughs> Moscato was like the, the hip, cool phrase. But um, I ventured a, out. A sparkling Moscato today. So that was a little different. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm picky. I like. I like the sparkling ones. I don't like the ones that are non-carbonated. Well, I didn't know that Sutter Homes is is not their Moscato is just like a flat. Sutter like Homes is nasty to me. It is nasty. <laughs> yeah, it is I have to pass on that. Pass on that. It's another one. It start with a P. Um. I'm gonna have to look know. it up. It's a Moscato. I like that. And then the one Shannon you said, Bartonera. Um, mm -hmm. I like those too. But yeah, I've been dibbling and dabbling. But uh, um, actually, a bartender when we were in Utah, he was telling me because I was like, I can't do the dry. He said if you add a little Sprite to it. To uh, if like if you're in a if you're in a situation and all they have is like a dry or red wine, ask them for a sprite, and put about a third of sprite in with it, mm -hmm. and uh, oh. sweeten it up and give it some carbonations, and it it worked, it helped. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're ever in a bind, and I usually you just can smell get dry wine. Mm -mm. Ask for a sprite. I usually smell them first, and I'm like, nope, and I pass it on to the next friend. That's what exactly. I did. And then I was sitting at a wine yeah. bar, and we tried everything, and I was sniffing, and I was like, no. Nah. Well, see, at these conferences, they will buy up a bunch of, like, certain wines. It won't just be, like, a for real open bar. Uh -huh. And so it's like, um, you got to give me something. And that's a suggestion. <laughs> Look, just give me a shot. A brandy, girl. They don't do shots. Utah has crazy alcohol laws. The conference, no. Um, when She's I go to this conference, I'm in Columbus, but this conference um, that uh, or this reading that I go to every year, the their drinking laws in Utah are like super crazy. I think like, Georgia is super crazy alcohol laws there's a lot of well i didn't realize there's a lot of dry counties here mm -hmm. um yeah I it's ridiculous columbus since this will be 10 years since i've been here and i think since i've been here they just started serving alcohol on sundays exactly like just started <laughs> man look we need more wine look like the book said <laughs> not necessarily the book I love Gabrielle Union, raise up to Nebraska, but yeah, no, I mean, we definitely need more wine. Um, yeah. And I think, matter of fact, this year, I think it was after 12, this past election, I think they just voted where they can move it up 
to like Sunday's period. So like you could have a, a mimosa. But I think up until this year, they couldn't serve alcohol on Sundays until after 12. I think it was after 12. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. when you went into Walmart or any type of store to mm -hmm. alcohol on Sunday, you have to wait until afternoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I you think it was why? 12. Yeah. <laughs> it just, just recently here in Columbus password, just Sunday period, you could buy it. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's a whole lot of ridiculous okay. going on right now. But all I facts. digress. All facts. All facts. So what would, since y'all both in Georgia, and y'all in two <clears throat> different parts of Georgia, so this will be an interesting um, idea. If you had to plan a girlfriend's day in your city, what would that look like? I wouldn't. <laughs> I would go, so we would go somewhere else nine times. Oh my not believe you to do in Columbus. You are a good sushi there, ma'am. I mean, it's I mean, it's stuff to do, but you don't want to do what you always do. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. I probably we probably would even if it was nowhere but Noonan, but just to get out of Columbus. Okay, so what would we do in Noonan? Probably get something to eat, something to drink. Um, places have noon. You said what? Do these places have names? Um, I was just saying Noonan hypothetically, but I got <laughs> probably Atlanta. Like I know, um, my niece, matter of fact, she's back from hey, Korea. Niecy. She was my cousin was stationed in South Korea, so she's <laughs> back. And so, um, but she's going to be stationed in South Carolina, but next weekend is her birthday. And so the middle ground, she was like, well, let's go to Atlanta. So it's like, that's, I mean, Columbus is like an hour and a half from Atlanta. So honestly, if we wanted to do something different, most of the time for somebody's whatever, we would drive up to Atlanta. Okay. What about you, Trap Nizzle? What would that be like? <laughs> Uh, well, you already know I I I like good food, so I think everybody should experience milk and honey. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so my place would be milk and honey. I'll say milk and honey. Have you ever been to milk and honey? Often? I haven't. I was just gonna ask, what is? Oh my god! So it's off Cascade. It's yep. this brunch place that is black owned. It's they have amazing food. Yes. Okay. They have amazing, when I say amazing food, they're not, too many love they're not too many places that I go where I, I taste the food and I say, yeah, I can't make this. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to figure this out. I go, I'm like, I can make this at the house. Mm -mm. Not milk and honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let they're put this in my radar. Bomb. It's they amazing. Are, the atmosphere is cool. Much better than the is. Cone peach French toast, um, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> and actually, the version that you had the first time we went was better than the time that I just went last weekend. So, yeah. um, and I'm going to ask some questions in just a minute because Dr. Ramirez got a few. Um, but their okay. shipping was bomb. 
Like, oh. and I didn't even like grits at the time. But when I tried mm. your you probably don't like instant grits, and they don't serve instant grits. Girl, I don't know, but there's only two places where I actually enjoy the grits, and that's Milk and Honey and the Breakfast Club Two here in Key West. Like yeah. there's the chorizo, chorizo and garlic oil. Man, I want to slap everybody, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm looking at their menu now. See, oh, it's delicious. On point. Don't get exactly your plate. <laughs> Look, Kente said he make the best grits. Dude, we'll, dude, we'll figure dude, that out. Dude. Well, I'm a certified mm-hmm. taste tester. Okay, look, I will try it all. Do not play with me. Okay, hmm. so Dr. Amir said, what's the worst character trait in a friend? Um, Deceitful. Mm-hmm. I had to end a, how many, I had to end a friendship with a chick I met when I was 11. Mm-hmm. Because she slept with somebody I was seeing. Mm-hmm. But it was ongoing. That's intense, honey. And she yeah, kept lying about it. So this was somebody, ugh. So like she knew like there was no no shadow of a doubt, no kind of like girl, I didn't know you talked to him. Like she knew what she was doing. That's what it comes I'm just asking. That's me. I'm that (laughs) friend that's because it it's it's my child's I think I know where this is going. So you ain't got to say not none on the word. Right. So it's one thing to do something that horrible, but mm-hmm. you, you own up to it. Right. A lot of me on a consistent basis every freaking day. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, what about you, Audrey? Worst character trait? Mm. All right, well, why are you thinking about it? I'll go. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> me, I would say, I would say for me, selfishness. Yes. Um, See, I was toggling between the two. And I would say intense levels of selfishness because I ended a friendship. I think we had been friends from first, well, probably, I think I might have met her either the end of kindergarten or the beginning of first grade. And we stopped being friends in 2007 or eight. So over the span of almost 20 years, um, because of a selfish act and she would not admit that wrong she basically drugged my name in the dirt talking about you know as if i should have been thankful that she came to town which she didn't even come to town for me right um and so i i didn't even argue about it i was just like okay you got it and i left it at that and dropped him off at the airport and wiped my hand and now some people may say Oh my gosh, I can't believe you cut a relationship off just like that. Well, but people who know me know that, first of all, I'm a Sagittarius through mm-hmm. and through. I love you deep, but when I'm done, I'm done. And right. so for me, it was like, what you're not going to do 
is trifle all over my friendship. Um, exactly. And be so self-absorbed that you can't admit that you was wrong. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because I, another lesson I've learned in these wonderful 30s, it seems to be the thing is you have to be a friend to yourself. Yeah. Like no friendship with another person can trump my friendship with me. Versus yourself. Right. Yeah. You got to I love you. I can't love somebody else more than I love me. So cutting that friendship off with her was hard mm. because as much as I said, oh, I was done with, I was done with, I was still friends with her family on Facebook. I just mm. now, this year, 2019, this happened when, this happened years ago. I yeah. just now deleted all of the people that are in her family mm. off my Facebook friends right. list because I have to sever those ties. Like I have mm. to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, like, Shannon said, um, like, extreme selfishness. Um, deceitfulness is a big one. Um, but it all but ties together. It, it really does. Because at the end of the day, when, if you, I feel like if you're not adding any value to the friendship, that's when it's like, I feel like I'll just fall back. If it's yeah. always me contacting you or, yeah. you know, you don't move until I move or um, like, like here, like recently, um, I've had some friendships where it was, it, and they weren't really friendships, I guess you could say more associateships, but um where I realized, you know, if I'm not calling you, I'm not hearing from you. Or if your child isn't like involved or calling my child, then I don't hear from you. Or like, if you're not adding any value, I don't, I mean, I'll just fall back. I yeah. know how to handle people with a yeah. long handle spoon very yeah. well. I'm, I'm really good at that. And so that's sometimes I'll you just, get to be. I mean, and it's no harm, no foul. Like Shannon said, I think at the beginning of the podcast, you know, seasons. Some people are in your life for a season. And I'm grateful and thankful for that season. Yeah. But you have to, for yourself to grow and evolve, you have to know when that season's up. Because a lot of times you'll hold yourself back trying to hold on to past relationships that mm -hmm. you've outgrown. Yes. Yeah. And you know, the crazy part about it is, me and person, we our friendship should have been over years ago mm -hmm. and i just kept holding on to it on the strength that we met when we were so for memories yep that that's it right there i that is you, you can be tied to a memory yeah have you all ever shot your friendship shot <laughs> i saw this thing that uh these two girls they were like hugged up at a concert and she was saying that she was new on campus and she had just, she moved away for school and she didn't know anybody and she saw this girl online and she realized she'd seen her around campus and she liked her so she jumped in her inbox hey i'm not a creep um can we hang out sometime you seem really cool and i don't have any friends here and they've been friends ever since <laughs> that's sweet mm. i'm gonna tell you the the crazy thing is um the person that i am the closest with here in georgia 
was um okay so when i moved here i did not have a teaching job i had been applying for jobs and then like i got an interview and like it seemed like everything just happened so fast i got a job i got hired right before the school year was getting ready to start and so like when i got to the school everybody was uh kind of giving me a rundown was who's who and mm -hmm. so um everybody was like okay the attendance lady she's mean mm -hmm. stay away from her be cautious of her <laughs> i was like oh okay cool you know whatever and so um the school at that time we would float teachers didn't have like their room so somebody might float into your classroom one block and so we had like a little teacher's lounge and so um first year there i'm chilling putting in grades at the computer have my headphones on and so the attendance lady came up behind me and she was like, hey, um, this student's name, which happened to be her son. She was like, I saw he had a couple of missing grades. What does he need to do? Can he still turn them in? I was, you know, hi, I'm Ms. Bonham, da 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 I accept half credit for late work. He could turn them in, da 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 da, -da. That moment, and from there on, she started speaking. We started speaking to each other. That oh. created our friendship. Mm -hmm. And like, she is like the closest thing, like, besides the brothers that I have. That right there. And that's why I say, like, all of my friendships have been divinely oh, organized. Yeah. And that's why I tell her son all the time, like, you haven't missing work is why your mom came and found me. And then our friendship started. But I say that to say that, um, you know, when you have real relationships, you could feed off of each other. You could build yeah. off each other. You can yeah. encourage each other. Um, you know, it's not like just like, hey girl, what you doing or whatever. But that was like, just like random. It was so random. Like out of all a hundred and whatever odd kids I had, I had her son in my class. He had missed work, and, and that made her because I didn't even know that was her son. But oh, wow. that made that made her come find me to find out about that work, and then it just blossomed from there. Right, that is like the craziest thing ever. Yeah, that's dope, though. It is. When you look back on how you meet people, it's like, wow. Like, that is, wow. My daughter's godmother, we met because we both worked at a daycare. This was way before I had kids. And so her fiancé, I did not know this was her fiancé, walked in our job because we had orientation. I never met her. I said, oh, why are you in here? I went to high school with this dude. <laughs> and so he started laughing. He said, Look, why you went here? I said, I'm at work. What you doing? I know you don't work here because I ain't that stupid. He said, <laughs> He said, I'm here to pick up my uh my fiance. I said, Ain't nobody stupid enough to marry you. <laughs> he walked my lovely friend to Kim. <laughs> hey babe. I said, Oh my god, you drugged her. Girl. We oh, have been friends ever since randomly us working together at a daycare. Now, Aww. mind you, she's divorced from this dude now. <laughs> she, wow. So she always tell people, she'll always say, I met Tiffany, one divorce, 
one girl and one boy ago. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. That is hilarious. That is too cute. Because when her fiance I was like, ain't nobody dumb enough to marry you. They they're not even finna do it. Girl, we all have them dumb moments, them dumb streaks. Don't be that's a beautiful Poor thing. thing. An absolute beautiful thing. And I think Dr. Mir had asked another question. Um, she had asked the worst girls trip. Have you had one of those? <laughs> I was never getting into the girls trip. I didn't do living on campus. I didn't make friends in college like that to where we were super close and stuff like that. Like I stayed to myself and I regret it. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, I'm cultivating those friendships and doing things that, you know, that's more like a coming of age thing when you're yeah. younger, like road mm-hmm. trips and stuff like that. So I don't have too many stories. <laughs> I will say me and Shaquille, we always get lost in the car. Like our GPS will randomly stop working. And she says, we're each other's bad luck charm when it comes to road mm-hmm. Because we get lost and see the most ignorant things out. <laughs> We don't see somebody randomly walking up the highway. I can see somebody, this. I don't know if he. I know he was homeless, but I don't know if he was mental. Mm-hmm. Stark naked, walking up the highway. Like why? Oh, no. <laughs> thing. So we see weird things together. So I think we're each other's horror stories because we oh. have had some adventures. <laughs> oh, we'll have to talk about those stories on the next on the next Any uh worst trip real trips for you Audrey Shannon we've had we've had worst moments not not I don't think a whole trip has been just horrible right but we've had moments that trip to to Miami that was we had (laughs) we had a bad moment there that Shannon was talking earlier about um, in the process of her grieving her friend's death we uh, um so what was it three of us four of us came to miami mm-hmm. off of the heels of this and so yeah that that was really bad that was that was bad we got it <laughs> together we had good moments before but we had a, a incident that it was like oh and i have to say I, um, Shannon was still kind of grieving and I sent a message because Shannon was, she was tripping. But instead of me just saying, hey girl, you tripping. I sent the group message and said, Shannon's tripping and like a whole bunch of other stuff and didn't realize Shannon was in the group message. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell her myself, I can laugh at it now. So then it like spilled over, like that night was bad. We rebounded, we got through it, we said our apologies, we had a good last night, but that part of the trip was bad. Um, The time we went to see- I was in my Sagittarius feeling for a couple of weeks. It, after it that. was it was it was rough. It was it was rough, but we're we've but see here's the thing. A real friend, that's not the end. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? If if it was in the and real, real friendship, friend, gonna do something to hurt you. 
It was not, not intentionally. Not intentionally. Well, no, no, what I mean in retaliation, there'll be no mindset of retaliation. Right. It's just cool off. Right. You get my nerves go over there. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we we and and we rebound from that. So we good. Um, I was gonna say that time we went to see Jill Scott in Detroit. I was just going to say, when we had to leave that last, and, that um, one you had to leave other... <laughs> she, she woke us up out of sleep talking about, let's go. It's time to go. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> what time was Girl, it was like wait, the worst night. Wait a minute, Shannon. I perfect. wasn't even there yet. I wasn't even there yet. I was I was gonna talk about that time we was for the fight in Waffle House with Oh because they shouldn't have been talking about my blossom hat. They were trying to come to me. I was like, Oh, it's on right now. <laughs> okay. Was that Man, the same she night she as the Jill Scott concert? <laughs> was that the same night, Shannon? I don't know. Now that I we, think about it, that, what, that, that was in our that was our time in Detroit. Well, that was our second time in Ohio. That was in we Ohio. Yeah, we went by ourselves the first time, and then Aaron came with us the second time. That, and that uh, was the Jill Scott time. That was all the drama. Like, the Jill Scott okay, concert. so one of the brothers, um, one of our brothers, Aaron, she was a bit inebriated. Um, and so <laughs> after the concert, Look. we had went and we were, uh, I, it was, I don't know if it was Waffle House, but it was a Waffle House type setup kind of place. And so it was a guy that I was talking to in Ohio. So that was part of the reason why we would take trips down there. Mm-hmm. Um, he, we went to eat and I don't even know how Aaron got started. Aaron got started. Talking oh, loud, start- talking about because every time somebody would say something, yeah, she, she was, was on one that night about people, <laughs> and then after a while, they was like, "Look, you can't be good in the here. Lady. girl." They was yes, Shannon had one of them floppy hats on. <laughs> it was I had on this white, this you was white hat. Shannon, I was trying to be. Hey, trying Shannon, to be. you was cute. You was cute. They was just hating. They was like, y'all came in here. She got on this blossom hat. Girl, we was finna get jumped. We got red out. Girl, like, I tell you, I got that horse so fast. Let me tell you, I was like, listen. We went to a don't get IHOP. Me and Shaquille. I'm 5'10", barefoot. We went to a club I have on heels. This chick kept dancing in front of me and my friend. So I'm like, listen, I want her to move. Because that's not my scene. I need her to move. And she was like, no, no, no. We're just going to keep it peaceful. I said, I'm not going to get hyped. I just need her to move because she's jiggling in my face. <laughs> Can you, you know, move to the side? And she, she doing all of this. And she in my face. Before Shakia could grab my arm, I jumped up. Swung. Oh my gosh. And at this moment, I'm like six foot three and a half, six four. Looking all types of crazy because I done leaned down in her face like, I'm sorry. Can you repeat all that what you had said when I was sitting down? She was like, oh, I don't Lord want to. Jesus. I know she didn't. 
Shaquille was like, I am not tall enough to be your weak man in a physical altercation. I'm not right. You had it on lock. You handled it. You handled it. Because she was, she, uh, 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 we're not finna do this. <laughs> Why you and I've seen that I've never been in a physical fight as an adult with anyone. So yeah, but I will fight. Right. I right. I got CT from a whole gas station, and I don't even know if I can still go back. But I didn't mm. fight no more. Girl. <laughs> but, okay. She said, "If you had a category of friends, like for example, the drunk, the slut muffin, the therapist." <laughs> The professional, the lawyer, the ghetto, the punk, the shy, the quiet. That's a lot of damn friends. I ain't got that's, that many friends. Yeah, the quiet one many. and the crazy one. Okay, let me give y'all my list then. Okay, so the, well, I don't have any friends that are drunk at this age. No. Don't do that. Um, I the slut <laughs> Um, I'm just not going to do that. Um, who you say the you're not tell business? I said the slut muffin. I said oh. I ain't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> back in the day, we all had our slut moments. Let's keep it real. Uh, Am I the only one? No, not like, I. I'm a reformed hoe. Like I was I, like, I got. I wanted to together. be in secret, but I couldn't find enough willing participants. <laughs> <laughs> um, the professional. Oh my god! I don't even know. The lawyer who can talk us out of anything. Um, I don't really. Doctor Amira, you stumped me in half of these. Like, I have no idea. I don't have a shy friend. Quiet um, <laughs> one. I mean, I guess quiet is relative. Um, my baby. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> Here, clearly, she is the drunk. That is right. I'm not even drunk. Awful. Oh, what is I'm trying to balance my phone like a netball on the charger. I was like, the phone I was like you better get it to because we still got two hours together. It's okay. I just took the charger out. It's on like. It's on forty percent. It'll last. It's fine. <laughs> she said forty. It's on forty. I started it off at two. We're good. Oh, I, I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> I'll be on this podcast by myself, talking about your short stories by myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but okay, whatever. Um, I, can't they say you are reformed now? Who said that? Kente said, Audrey, you are reformed now. When when yes, delivered. I am delivered. I'm look, I'm still waiting to have my slut moment. <laughs> I okay. Girl, I went through in twenties. I said one day I was gonna write a book and I was gonna name it um the Slut Chronicle? No. Chapter. I'm trying to think. I don't remember. what uh, When I stayed in the townhouses, Shannon. <laughs> what you say? Bless it wide open. No, we definitely wasn't going to name it We're not doing that. It needs to be. I got to remember. I got to try to remember my address when I stayed in them townhomes. Oh, I do <clears> not remember. 
I no, I'm saying I have to remember it, but that's what I said. I was that's gonna name the book. Because I was like, I do not remember, but we have so many memories from that town. Yes, but I I just went through a phase where it was like I wasn't feeling nobody, um, but I was just doing my thing. But I'm delivered now. I think women are old that, but that's a whole. Other that's a, I was about to say when y'all have that podcast, let me know so I can chime in because it's no different from what men do. But when women do it, we're labeled sluts, hoes, this, that, and the other. Okay. Um, have two yeah. children and I'm not married. I have dudes thinking I can do all types of things, and I'm like, baby, I don't think any woman can do any of the things that you would like her to do. Right, 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 right. But that's adult. a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> okay, nother well, we're gonna have that podcast. Can't say we're gonna go ahead and book them for March. Um, in 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 a decent hour, please. Not at three fifty three no, a.m. We will be back to our we will back to our schedule programming. Six o'clock, Lordy Jesus, you're making me do too much right now. Mm -hmm. um, and you're the therapist. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would say. That's, that's what I would say for you. Um, I'm putting you on the spot. Time's <laughs> ticking. I think for the most part, <laughs> for probably, well, I would put two titles together and one of them's not on there. I would put the professional mother. Because you mother hand me that we <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Shannon, that was you for a long time, though. Do you realize that? Yeah, probably. When we early was, 20s, I was gonna say 20s. when we was out in the world doing our thing, you were the mother hand. We Not I did. I did. I did. She was. Shannon was the mother here. She was the. That's she why was the I voice of I reason. Because I was like, and I lived vicariously through them, even though I said don't do it. Because I was like, mm -hmm. well, there's not the to this, or you're gonna you're gonna regret it, or yeah. what? What happens if this happens? So yeah, Shannon was. She was, she was the voice of reason. That's you were. You were like Sophia. <laughs> from the golden Look, girls you were the voice of reason. I, was, I was thinking girl i was clearly thinking the color purple no right. not miss sophia <laughs> i went back to the golden girls <laughs> i think i have one of everything in the, in the people you name including the drunk listen <laughs> my friend Look, i had a that are professional and and quiet, mm -hmm. and I had those friends that'll bust it wide open and get it popped. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes all of those friends get together at the same time, and it makes for amazing memories. Yeah, I bet Absolutely. it would. No pictures, no cell phones. Guess what, right. you two? We Was have I actually survived our two hour podcast. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, I give you thirty seconds closing remark on girlfriends. Like, what is the one thing, one word, one phrase for all girlfriends across the globe that you want them to remember about girlfriend friendships? Girlfriend friendships in in doing that, you don't have to wait for somebody to initiate it with you. If you don't have the people around you that you want, there's too many online, like Shannon and I met online, strictly online. And I trust Shannon with my kids <laughs> and we met online. So seek women. Like I wanted more writers in my circle. I wanted more people that were further along in their craft. And I got that. And my life has been so much better because of it. Seek the people that you wish around you if they aren't there yet. Find them and shoot your friendship shot. <laughs> there you go. Shoot your shot. All right. I, I, Tiffany didn't follow that rule. what I do? You spent more than 30 seconds talking. Oh, we got um, several. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'll just say, you know, everybody needs girlfriends. Make sure you are being a good friend. Don't be that friend that you wouldn't expect um, to be for you. Like, you know, it's a reciprocal relationship. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And for me, I'll say what I've said on Facebook for now six years. Everybody needs a friend until it's time to be one. So yeah. Always be the friend that you needed when you needed one. And you ain't gonna have no problem. Hey, yeah. beautiful people. Can't say, do I just move over to the next one? Tiffany, you gonna move over to the next one too. Okay. Audrey, you going back to sleep? I'm going to sleep. <laughs>